0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Is it recording yet? It is recording. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm actually feeling pretty good about the amount of uh, research I did this time. Good. Even though it was all completely last minute. Yay. Uh, Welcome to Wo Nessie. Wo Nessie. <laughs> podcast. Yay. I'm Jade. I'm Amelia. I realize we didn't introduce ourselves in the last episode, Oh, but that's okay. I don't well, really... everyone knows who we are. Yeah, clearly. We're a household name. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is a podcast where we talk about cryptids, mythical creatures, monsters, critters of all shapes and sizes, Pokemon sometimes. Yeah, once. And, and <laughs> no, whatever else we feel like. Yeah. But I guess we do actually have a listener question this time around. So listener question. So, are you ready? Oh, yes. I mean, am I ready? For you to read me the question is what I meant. <laughs> do we actually, I don't know, Jane, do we usually start off with something more than this? I feel like we do, but I don't remember what it could possibly be. I don't know be, either. So that was also really loud what we just did. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Okay. Don't, so I feel like we usually do more, but it's it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little bit. So this question comes to us uh, way back in February, sorry, from <laughs> Greg. <laughs> I forgot to open this before we started recording. Oh. Sorry. I'm well, really a, thirsty. Fully work there. It's a La <laughs> Croix. Uh, Croix, Croix. Okay, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> this question is from Greg, uh, who is at creature124 on Twitter, and he's at Celebration this week, and I'm very jealous. Hi, Greg. Hey,
1: live Greg.
0: Vi- live vicariously in Chicago for me. Thanks always for your supportive tweets. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so he says... Uh, question for both of you. If you were a cryptid, what would your incredibly specific living environment be, a la Nessie and her lake? I'm nodding because I don't have an answer for that. This is a difficult question. It really is. So I think you need to go first. I mean, if I'm being, like, realistic, my incredibly specific environment would probably just be, like, my house. because I don't really like to leave it very much ever <laughs> okay but we were talking about the the last time we had a question that was like what would you didn't we have one that was like what would your I don't know if it was like an animal thing or if was it was what like would a, I think we've done like what type of cryptid would we be before didn't you pick up like like a unicorn I or something? yeah something like that I do like unicorns I think my okay my environment would definitely be like, Mountainous, like a mountainy forest. Okay. Like, my favorite place in the world is uh, my family y- used to take a lot of vacations in like late summer to this specific part of Colorado that had these very pretty, I want to say aspen forests. I always get aspen and birch trees mixed up, but they're the ones that have like the white bark with the like. Black eye-looking spots on them, and all these little bitty leaves. That the, when the wind blows through them, sounds like tick, 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 <laughs> like you can like hear what it. Is, what does it sound like? Tick, 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 tick. Okay, <laughs> those trees. Yeah, I don't know if the microphone got that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like that. And the because the the little. Bark markings look like eyes. I've always felt like they're very, like, mysterious, sort of magical-feeling forests. Like, all the trees are, like, watching you. I feel like I would like to... Like those little, like, creatures. I don't remember what they're called, but from Princess Mononoke, the ones that make the little rattling sounds. Yes! Very much like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I could be, like, a little cute little fairy sprite that lives in like a, a pretty little aspen forest, forest nymph by the or something. Yeah, just like at the base of the mountains, not fully up on the mountains, but like in the nice I little like bright that. white. Oh, that sounds lovely. It sounds Norman. really pleasant. Yeah. yeah, I like that too. See, I was thinking something very foresty too, but then Ooh. also forests creep me out a lot, so oh, okay. then maybe yeah. not, but I also like... I don't but what... would you like to be a creepy cryptid? That could be, that could be a fun thing. A, creepy, it, like I a do creepy, cryptid in the forest. It's creepy to in, like get really into the creepy cryptid stories because like, I like the like nice cotton candy fluffy ones. Yeah, and here I <laughs> wait till you hear oh, what okay. I'm teaching you about today too because it's real yeah. creepy. I didn't realize how creepy it was though. I, I mean, I guess I should have known based on some of the, like <laughs> the clues from where I had read about it, mm-hmm. which got me interested in doing it in the first place. But that's always the best type of cryptid when we do something and they're like, I didn't realize that this is. Is a completely different thing yeah also noticed. it's quite terrible just like oh, good. a lot of the ones that we've done are so sorry in advance but <laughs> I was super <laughs> interested in it um but to answer the question I think see I don't know I feel like I haven't been to a lot of natural places but I do really like trees you could be like I could like live in a tree that would be kind of cool there could cool. be like a city cryptid right yeah but like I, don't, a, I don't like the city yeah. that much I mean mm-hmm. it just depends on the city I think but I was thinking we okay maybe the ocean here. but the ocean's kind of scary and dark and at nighttime and it moves a lot so I don't yeah. I don't know about that be like on an island some, somewhere kind of um, beachy. Yeah. And warm. So I you do. could go in the ocean when you wanted to, yeah. but then come back on land when it was not. So, like a, a mermaid. A so, I'm basically a, mur- like a mermaid. You could be a mermaid. <laughs> 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 yes, see, I think I would like the ocean a lot more if I could live underwater and it was like this, and I could see and mm-hmm. breathe and it was all sparkly. Yeah, if you could breathe underwater, the ocean would be much less scary. <laughs> it was clean and not polluted. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so your incredibly specific environment would be someplace. Like Atlantis. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, but like some part of the ocean that's not that's unspoilt. Yes, yes, and magical and some sort of one of those like reef nature preserves that they where you're not allowed to like go like diving or anything because their reef is protected. Yeah, we actually I feel like that's a went thing, to the Great right? Barrier <laughs> Reef, and granted, it was a very like touristy part of the Great Barrier Reef where we got to snorkel, but man, that was really cool. I was, was too cool. I was too scared to go all the way under the water with a snorkel, though. My friend was like, just go and don't breathe. And I was like, that's not how I work. I feel, yeah, doesn't it get water in it? And then how do you get the yeah. water I'm out not a, when you, you blow really hard? <laughs> uh, I'm that not the seems... strongest swimmer. Maybe water's not the best idea for me, but it's <laughs> what I'm going to go with. If I can breathe underwater, then it's it's good. If I, yes. if I don't have the ability to breathe underwater, then I will drown. And you can just <laughs> float around uh, in the water yeah. and it'll be great but be but maybe beach beachy okay yeah nice yeah like a like a tropical kind of beachy so there's lots of trees and stuff too and coconuts oh yes coconuts coconuts yeah okay yeah so you're a cryptid that eats coconuts lives on the beach <laughs> yes yes and, and goes then... in the water when it's not very scary scary <laughs> when it's not scary <laughs> you're a gentle cryptid <laughs> A a fearful cryptid. (laughs) And I'm one that just hides in trees and listens to the wind go through the For you liking big cryptids as much as you do, I'm surprised you'd go with a little tiny, like, forest fairy nymph type thing. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Because, yeah, I would not want to be a big cryptid. Yeah? My... Immediate instinct is that I would be a tiny little small cryptid. That's interesting. That is really interesting. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thanks (laughs) for the question, Greg. I really like that. That was a fun little discussion prompt. Yeah. It's kind of hard though. (laughs) Watch me. I'm going to think about it probably later tonight and then I'm going to think of Mm -hmm. a way better answer and it'll be too late. You can tweet it. I can tweet it. We need to get a lot better. about I keep on forgetting that we have social media. I never remember that we have it, and I don't remember to do it. And like, but when my, when our episode came out, I didn't even remember to tweet about it until like two days later. Well, that's okay. I didn't tweet <sighs> about it at all. Yay! But I also didn't know when it was coming out, so it was that's part true. of it too. But that's that's neither. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really. I mean, I could have. Still. It's fine. Follow us on social media. <laughs> do you want to talk about social media now or at the end? I think we usually do it at the end. We're at Wonessie. You can find. It's fine. <laughs> It's gonna be the subtitle of this episode. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's alright. Um, are you ready for me to get started on my six pages of notes? I'm so ready! Uh... Um, what are we doing? I've... I, okay, I, I'd rather not just, like, announce it because I feel like that's kind of lame. Okay. So I will start with a quote. Ooh. And it's a description of what it is, but I will try not to say what it is, and then you can try to guess, and then... Okay, but yeah, I can't... like guessing. Yeah, I think that's fine. <laughs> it adds, like, a... So kind of like an intro. So, like, mm-hmm. hue, spooky music. Okay. <clears throat> this creature was gaunt to the point of emaciation. Its Ooh. desiccated skin pulled tautly over its bones. With its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion, the ash gray of death and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets Uh, this creature looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave what lips it had were tattered and bloody its body its body was unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh giving off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. Is it a zombie? No. Is it a mummy? I would not, no. Okay, well, I got nothing then. That sounds horrible. Yeah, actually, (laughs) uh, yeah, again, apologies for how gross and, and, like, depressing this topic is in advance. But I'll try to make it fun. Oh no. It's t- is this going to be a real thing? It's North American. Ah, uh, okay. It is a part of Native American folklore. Okay. It is... Yeah, just tell me. I don't I'm not going to be able it's to guess. It's pronounced two different ways. Okay. Well, it's pronounced a lot of different ways probably, but the two main ways that I heard it are Wendigo. Oh! Or Wendigo. Yes, I've heard of this. But I like Wendigo Wendigo better. Wendigo? Yeah. Yeah, me but too. Wendigo is what I was also saying. So you have heard of it. Yes, yes. I've definitely heard of it. Yeah. I think I've only heard of it through, as we've talked about many times before, the, like, Monster of the Week sort of TV shows. Really? But, yeah. Because it is on a bunch remember, of TV. It's on a bunch of TV shows. Yeah, I don't remember which one specifically. Well, I have that so, information okay. today. <laughs> you, I'm sure you have seen it because we've talked about some of these shows. Okay. Um, not, but, yeah, I've definitely heard of it, but I definitely, it's it eats people. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. I think it is not people. Like, I don't think it's a person that turned into a Wendigo. If well, actually. I remember actually. Okay. Okay. So that's all I know <laughs> about it. And apparently some of it is wrong. So, <laughs> so, um, just to answer that first question, mm-hmm. what is it? Yes. It is a mythical man eating creature or an evil spirit. Oh. It's a humanoid monster or a spirit who has possessed a human and become monstrous. Oh, so it could be either one. Yes, like either it was born that way or it used to be a person and then got possessed. Correct. So there are two. I think there, within the folklore, there are different sort of different stories mm-hmm. about how it is created yeah, just and kind how of it becomes. On who's telling it. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah, I guess specifically in that context of what because there's a lot of meaning behind the story too which i thought was really interesting i love these (laughs) (laughs) so it's historically it's associated with cannibalism murder insatiable greed and the cultural taboos against such behaviors okay so part of the traditional belief system of a number of algonquian speaking peoples so that's I'll get more detailed about where that is. But mm-hmm. it's one of the most populous and widespread North American native language groups. So it includes like, and I I did try to look up some of these pronunciations, so I didn't sound like a complete <laughs> idiot. But uh, Ojibwe, Eastern Cree, Salto, I think is how you pronounce it. West Maine Swampy Cree. Uh, Naskapi, and Innu people. So oh, okay. a bunch of different Native American tribes. They're all part of the Algonquian speaking peoples. And what, like, what, like, region of America is that? Uh, I do have that in my notes, so <laughs> it is. That's No, that's fine. Um, so, like, the northern forests of the Atlantic coast and Great Lakes regions of the U.S. and Canada. Oh, okay, so it's, like, north, northeast kind of? Yes, yeah. So modern-day Canadian provinces, most of Canada, basically, um, oh, okay. from... British Columbia, like north and everything east. So, this is like a cold weather situation. Yes. Yeah, All exactly. Right. So, uh, modern day Canadian provinces, British Columbia, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, those are provinces. I looked that up. Cool. Well, I don't I know anything about Canadian those geography today. <laughs> I know t- where British Columbia is. Yes, I did mm-hmm. not until today. Okay. <laughs> um, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, New Brunswick. So, those are literally the starting with British Columbia with the most western, and then I, uh-huh. that's eastern. Okay. That was me looking at a map I actually, today. I thought that British Columbia was the opposite, so never mind, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and then New Brunswick, Sorry, I think, Canadians. is really small, just part of Maine, just north of Maine. So
1: okay. then there's also,
0: like, the really far northern parts of Minnesota, uh, parts of Illinois and all of Michigan and then down the Atlantic coast to like Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Delaware, like kind of just along the coastline. That's where the Algonquian speaking peoples, that's their Mm -hmm. range. And so essentially that's where you would find Wendigo. The Wendigo. Okay. Mm It's also win, windigo, like W I N D I G O, instead mm-hmm. of W E N, and then Wetiko, which I don't know if that's supposed oh, to be okay. pronounced the same way. But according to Wikipedia, there Just were like anywhere. forty different kinds, different spellings <laughs> and pronunciations. Because that's, that's classic, I, yeah. That's what I have. Is uh well, Wetigo is another. Well, yeah, Widdigo, Widdico. Whitt- I think probably, probably just <laughs> all the different yeah. just areas and maybe, like, uh, what's that called when you have an area and people speak the dialect maybe? Oh, yeah, or like the, regional dialects. Yeah, something like that. It's the telephone game, as with many, like, oral histories. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I was going to add on to that, but no, actually that sums it up pretty well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but each of them roughly translates to the evil spirit that devours mankind. Ooh. Which <laughs> I didn't see that anywhere except for Wikipedia. So I don't know how accurate that is. Sounds right. Or maybe I saw, okay, I had two main sources and I think a lot of it overlapped because I don't know if Wikipedia got their information from this guy or this yeah. guy got his information from Wikipedia um that tends to happen when <laughs> yeah i have the media in, is involved there somewhere so i'll i'll uh, i'll give him credit in a minute okay. uh, but the proto-algonquian term was wentecoa i don't know if i'm saying that okay. right which probably meant owl in their original language so oh i don't know what that has to do with it but interesting and then there's like wendigoag is a plural form but then also when you're talking about it in english it's just wendigoes Plural. Okay, so there are multiple of them. Like yes. it's not just like the one thing, like Bigfoot or whatever. Well, there might be multiple. There might Bigfoot. be multiple. We're Bigfoot. gonna have to do an episode on Bigfoot. Yes, we are, and then we'll find <laughs> out. But yeah, so it's not just like Nessie or something where there's one Wendigo. It's M- maybe... multiple. Could be. Okay. Yes. Cool. Some and species. According to the folklore, <laughs> yes, there are there are more than one. But I think in some stories that I've read. And I think maybe in some pop culture uh, there is just, like, one because it's, like, a spirit, if that makes sense. Oh, and it's, like, jumping it manifests. into different people. Yeah. Sort of, okay. I, I think that, that's what I got. That's what I understood from it is yeah. that it also it could be a spi- just a spirit that is one Wendigo that affects all sorts of people. That but, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it kind of depends. So you can decide how you want to interpret it whenever. Okay. Um, Whenever we, when I get through that part, I guess. <laughs> There's some really interesting stories. They're kind of creepy. Right. I realize I've been doing all the creepy stuff, Gilba. Like, uh. Somebody's gonna do the creepy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll we mix can't it can't be up every all now and unicorns and, and rainbows all the time. But <laughs> we should probably do some more of unicorn type rainbows I want to do another uh, movie one. That's what I'm going to do next. Ooh, except I shouldn't have told you that because now you know that that's where I'm pulling from. Okay, but that's okay because there okay. are so many different that's true. movies. <laughs> Cuz that was fun. I liked the Yeah. Anyways. Sorry. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sorry. So this time uh, I did more of the responsible thing and did a lot more research and less <laughs> just watching random videos that I found. So <laughs> Good job. Well, to be fair, though. Hey, you found, what was his name? I don't even Investigator remember. Investigator Ted Lohman. Yeah, oh, that's right. Wow, <laughs> that's a good that, memory. That was a gift. That was a gift. Yeah. You're welcome for that. <laughs> uh, so what does it look like? So that was what I had quoted was, uh, his name is Basil Johnston, but I would prefer to probably pronounce that Basil. Basil, yeah, Basil Johnston. He's an Ojibwe teacher and scholar in Ontario. Okay. Uh, is it Ontario or Ontario? I always say Ontario. I don't know. I think like I said Ontario earlier, but yeah, Ontario came out of my mouth when we were saying when we were saying <laughs> Basil, so Basil. Anyway, so that was his that was like his quote about what the Uh wendigo looked like and that sounds like they basically look like a zombie kind of like a very skinny zombie much larger yes oh larger and he is where i think a lot of the information came from Mm -hmm. but it overlapped a lot with wikipedia but anyway thanks basil i feel like if he's an actual Ojibwe scholar then wikipedia probably took it from him (laughs) that's what i'm (laughs) I'm thinking he sounds like the source (laughs) i didn't scroll down to look at the sources so i just assumed that they got a lot of this information from him in his website that looked like Probably. it was created in 2004. Oh, yay! <laughs> it looked. Those <laughs> Older. are the best websites. Yeah, for cryptid information. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. That's good. Uh, so they're described as giants or gigantic spirits. Oh, I didn't realize they were big. They are many times larger than human beings over oh, 15 feet no. tall. Oh, no. But in some sources, and I'll, I'll read that later, but uh-huh. in some, like, books and stuff, they're, like, I pictured them as being even larger than that, like, taller than mm. the trees, but they were once human, but transformed into a creature by magic. Okay. They're generally said to have glowing eyes, long yellowed fangs, Ooh. terrible claws, whatever that terrible. means. Terrible. Not, <laughs> not just any kind of claws, but the terrible kind, mm-hmm. and overly long tongues, Ooh. Sometimes sallow, yellowish skin, and other times covered in matted hair. Oh, no. Gro- right? Can you imagine, like, <laughs> nasty, matted hair over yellowed, sallow skin? <laughs> okay, this is one that I'm not going to draw. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I, I have no desire make, to draw this. You can make it really cute. And actually, my favorite... I don't want to make it I'll, cute! <laughs> <laughs> you did with the chupacabra. That's too. Yeah. That was pretty cute. <laughs> most, most pictures and artworks, like drawings and things that I've seen, they depict, like, a huge... A gaunt creature with really elongated limbs yeah. and fingers, so like overly long arms and legs. Um, it's like smelly man Yeah, but also <laughs> more like hunched and like creature. yeah uh, and definitely think, I'm picturing like a like a giant golem kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's what I put in here because except with sharper teeth, because kind of that same kind of gross teeth, but sharper the, like, and longer fangs and, and fangs. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and long tongue. That's like the grossest part. Yeah, that is really, the long really tongue gross. is awful. Uh, with They have, like, crazy sharp, like, demon-y teeth. That was something else mm-hmm. I wrote in here. Um, or I've seen pictures with the same body, but with a deer or, like, a skeletal deer head and <gasps> antlers. Oh, that's cool. Which I think looks really that cool. That looks cool. So Ooh. let me show you... Now I kind of do want to draw it. Yeah, let me show <laughs> you... Uh, did I close out of it? No, no, I didn't. So this is... This is the website that I got, but this is a kind of a it's kind of cute in a way. I mean, oh. uh, that one maybe not cute, <laughs> it's not it's, as horrifying as I was picturing. I mean, this one's so we could call it cute you if can you wanted ribs, it. and he's got a penis for some reason. But uh, I mean, I guess it's a boy <laughs> wendigo, yeah, he <laughs> might, you know, need none. it's natural. But this one's got hooves for back feet instead of, oh, um, I feel that feels right it's like a demon situation but i've seen claws in some cases okay. too for the back feet so wikipedia also shows uh let's see here this horrifying image oh maybe it wasn't wikipedia i don't know never okay. mind i don't Better remember find I that horrifying image so i can be oh it was on this page horrified. right here hmm. this one's kind of like got some what some is that space. like it's like a mothman situation <laughs> it's got the glowing eyes look how tall it, it does is, have antlers See, oh, that's, those that's are trees like down there. That's more like a spirit yes. type yes. depiction of it. Okay. Yeah. It also looks like he's like, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> like he's in a hurry, doesn't he? So long. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> so those are just a couple. I didn't look up a, quite as many pictures this time either. I can understand why because mm-hmm. it sounds not pleasant to look at mostly. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> or he or she. I guess there could, there could be female. But in the stories, I'll tell you all men. Okay. So, we'll just, just throw that out there. I think. <laughs> no. Maybe I did that out if I'm wrong. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sometimes a human face with the big glowy eyes and antlers, which is like the one I just showed yeah. you. Yeah. So antlers, horns, some kind of horns, cut some kind of something, long, skinny body. Things. Looking claws, really nasty. Glowy eyes. Ribs, really gaunt. Nasty. Et cetera, et cetera cool. Yeah, gross skin. Did I already say that? I did. I think so, yeah. Uh, the Algonquian legend describes the creature as a giant with a heart of ice. Sometimes it is thought to be entirely made of ice. Its Ooh. body is skeletal and deformed with missing lips and toes. Oh. So if is you think this, about it like frostbite. This is like a frostbite thing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The folklore is really cool. Like, where the stories come from, it makes a lot of sense and uh-huh. it's one of those that actually has reason behind the stories. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah. See, I was like, <laughs> I was like super into this, like, yeah. It was just really, it was really interesting. I feel to like me. I can already sense how this is about to get real horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it, nothing's really. This is gonna be like a Donner Party situation, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like when they get like trapped in the oh, mountains and yeah. eat each other. And well, yeah, that's what some of the stories are yeah. like, essentially. But. <laughs> <laughs> Where does that term come from? It was the Donner Party was like a par- like a group of people that were traveling over the mountains and they got stranded by like an avalanche or something. Oh. And only like one or two people made it out alive because yes. they all ate each Did other. this happened in like the 70s or the 60s yes. or something? Yes, it was like more recently than you'd think and that's yeah. why it's really famous. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll have to look. I didn't even think about that. We'll have to look something up to see if it's if it's related. And I think it was in, I think it's an American thing. Like, I think they were in, like, the Rocky Mountains or something. Oh, okay. It yeah. wasn't, like, Mount I'm, Everest or something? Yeah, I think it was closer to home, but I'm not positive about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do not know for sure. <laughs> this is not a, we're not a, like, a yeah. mountain hiking podcast, okay? This is, we're <laughs> fo- we're focused on the, the facts of <laughs> of cryptozoology, so yeah focused is like if you were going to use like five words to describe this podcast (laughs) focus would be in the top three (laughs) um so I feel like I'm zooming through this but no we're only on page two never mind out of six so I want to get to the creepy story stuff so excited here's a little bit of folklore so uh, just I guess essentially how it's created. Uh, Wendigo is created whenever a human resorts to cannibalism to survive. Okay. So, in the past, this occurred more often when Indians or, okay, it says Indians. Sorry. Native Americans. I don't (laughs) like using the word Indians. I did copy and paste this. Uh, So, Native Americans and settlers found themselves stranded in the bitter snows and ice of the Northwoods. So, exactly like what you were just saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Sometimes stranded for days, any survivors might have felt compelled to cannibalize the dead in order to survive. And in some traditions, humans overpowered by greed could also Turn into wendigos. Oh, interesting. So the myth served as a method of encouraging cooperation and moderation. Yeah, like you don't want to turn into a wendigo, so don't be greedy. So, another one of those (laughs) cryptids or monsters or whatever you want to call it that was because of some story or some kind of. Yeah, but this one's more of a like social. Like, I feel like a lot of them are like um, explanations for what's happening. Explanations for like natural dangers. This is more of a like social danger, like a parable sort of thing, which is interesting. Yeah. I like that. And it even, it even gets more like that later. (laughs) Uh, So humans can also turn into them apparently by being in contact with them for too long. Okay. So if you're talking about that from like a social aspect, it makes sense too because Uh when you're around a lot of people who are like-minded, well then that influences your own opinions and and your own behavior. If you were hanging out with somebody who was really greedy, wouldn't you turn kind of, yeah, kind of greedy? I mean, it's not just for survival. You're like the average of the five people you hang out with most. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. interesting. (laughs) So, whenever a Wendigo ate another person, it would grow in proportion to the meal (gasps) it had just eaten, so it could never be full. This is more like fantastical folklore, like, lore type. That's cool. So, yeah. so they're portrayed as simultaneously gluttonous and extremely thin due to starvation. So they're seen as the embodiment of gluttony, greed, and excess. And oh. They're never satisfied killing and consuming just one person, and they're constantly searching for new victims. That's so cool. So if you see a really big one, it's because it's eaten, like, a ton of exactly. people. Exactly. Isn't that creepy? That's so creepy. But then, what a cool story to tell your kids. Like uh-huh. You don't want to be this you <laughs> selfish kid in your class because this will and happen that's a, to you. that's like a life lesson, too. Like, if you're, like, greedy, you're ne- you'll never actually be satisfied. Like, the thing that you want, it's just yeah. gonna be more once you get it. What if this really was just a children's story? <laughs> and it turned into this... <laughs> and, like, historians were like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that they actually believe. Well, I maybe mean, maybe it was, though. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also... Okay, there's a big word in here I'm not gonna be able to pronounce. I'll show it to you and then okay. we'll try. Okay. <laughs> Teamwork. Uh, the t- there's a taboo reinforcement ceremony that, uh, it happened among just a few of the, I, I would, I guess, I don't know if you'd call them tribes or communities within the Algonquian speaking groups. Oh, so, like a, like subgroup. Um, yeah. Assiniboine I don't know if I'm saying that right. The Cree and Ojibwe. A, it's a satirical ceremonial dance that's sometimes performed during times of famine. So when people are uh-huh. more inclined to be greedy and yeah hungry to reinforce the seriousness of the Wendigo taboo, the ceremony is known as. <laughs> <laughs> Wind, windigo Consimowin. Oh, that sounded that's not really a good That's what I would think. Windigo Consimoin. Yeah, but it's all one word. And it's real fast. It's extremely probably. long. And it's got a lot of letters in there. And like double letters? Yeah. Yeah. But Windigo. Yeah, Windigo Consimowin. What, what did we say? Windigo Consimoin. There you go. Yes. Amelia's got <laughs> it. Okay. Amelia might not have it. <laughs> <laughs> It was performed during times of famine, and it involved wearing masks and dancing backwards around a drum. Okay. Uh, I presumably they were also hitting the drum, but it doesn't say that here. Yeah. The last known Wendigo ceremony was conducted in the United States, and it was at Lake Wendigo of Star Island of Cass Lake. Well, that seems very appropriate. Yeah, which I, I have to look <laughs> that up after this. But it's located within the Le- Leech Lake Indian Reservation in northern Minnesota. Cool. But there was no date. Wikipedia didn't have a date oh. for that. that's... So I don't know how yeah, recently that weird. happened, but kind of a cool thing, right? Yeah. So we- it's basically just, like, it sounds like it's probably just, like, a retelling of the story oh, yeah. of the Wendigo. So. To be like, hey, I know we're all hungry, but also be cool. Yeah, but <laughs> don't. Everybody be cool. Yeah. Everybody be cool. <laughs> <laughs> So those are, those are just the, yeah, that's the lore behind it. That's Isn't really cool. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that it grows. I yeah, love that. I it's do so too. good. Okay. So it's behavior mm-hmm. in general. Bad. Which we've, yeah, we've kind of touched on a little bit. Um, <laughs> to, to summarize. To summarize. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> not good. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh-huh. All right, next. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So descriptions vary kind of just with any telephone told story. Uh-huh. But they're in def- general. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's definitely common to all is that it's malevolent, cannibalistic and it's also for sure supernatural. And they strongly associate it with the winter, the north, coldness, famine, and starvation. Okay. All fun things. Right. <laughs> things that, luckily, I have never truly experienced. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, uh, we really can't relate to this one personally no. at all, can we? That's probably why it's a lot more fun for us to talk about. You think if we were grew up in Maine or North, uh, very yeah. northern Minnesota or Canada, we'd, we'd be like, Whoa, we're going to have to, to find second. like a like, heat stroke demon to talk about and be very, like, personally affected <laughs> do you think we'd, we'd have to like a we'll have like a serious like somber episode about heat exhaustion symptoms <laughs> you think there is something that i wonder if there is something that's really i feel like there to, must be I feel like, like people gotta be lived in this region back in the times when people were making up crazy folklore well people are still making up. okay crazy yeah folklore. that's fair <laughs> but i agree <laughs> yeah back in like mythological sort of creation times people lived in hot places I bet there's a heat demon somewhere. Probably in the desert, I would think. Yeah. Some kind of like fluid sucking, like, dehydrating other the... monster. Yeah, like a like a water vampire. Ooh. I don't know if there is one, but I'm gonna make it yeah, up. We should. <laughs> you know what I bet you we could make up a cryptid or creature for every ailment or every yes. possible physical That'd be a fun that'd be a fun special episode is that we can make up cryptids. <laughs> like that our own don't version exist. of yeah, Plenty exactly. of the Elders yes. type story. <laughs> like I this is can't. what causes this and this is how you cure it you mm-hmm. rub some salt on it and <laughs> who's to say he's spin wrong? <laughs> around four times clockwise you can't prove it didn't work <laughs> that's true i mean you might have just done it can. wrong well yeah that's true yeah, yeah you, you did probably just did, you didn't believe the did things wrong <laughs> yeah so it's on you not mm-hmm. us we know for sure oh speaking of desert <laughs> tremors what about them i was I've been told that I should have mentioned Tremors when we were talking about giant worms, so now I'm mentioning Tremors. Is that a movie? There you go. Yeah, have you never seen Tremors? I've never seen it, but I've definitely oh, heard of it. I thought you like, did mention it. Maybe I did. I don't remember, though. I feel like I would have. I feel like you would have, too. Right, okay. Huh, I mentioned it. Did somebody say you did it? John said I didn't. He was very upset about it. Well, maybe you didn't, then. It's very possible. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Tremors. He can I'll stop probably listening. cut all of that out because that <laughs> <laughs> He can stop listening to this podcast if he wants to. If he's gonna mm-hmm. complain, he's gonna be upset about it. Be supportive. Yeah. At least he listens. Well, what were we I talking just, about? I don't know. <laughs> um, tremors. No. Then before that, it was oh desert. Desert. Then <laughs> heat demon. Oh yeah, it's cold. For every oh, It's a cold thing. It's a cold thing. Famine, starvation. Yes. Bad. Famine, starvation, frostbite, ice cold scary cold things mm-hmm. yes yes the Ojibwe describe it as a large creature as tall as a tree with a lipless mouth and jagged teeth oh, I don't like the lipless that's really creepy I don't like it it's breath was a strange hiss its footprints full of blood Ooh. Ooh. and it ate any man woman or child who ventured into its territory And those were the lucky ones. Sometimes the wendigo chose to possess a person instead, and then the luckless individual became a wendigo himself, hunting down (laughs) those he had once loved and feasting upon their flesh. Oh no! So that's its behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. It's also said to have a number of skills and powers, including stealth. It's a near perfect hunter, so if that if it wasn't already <sighs> terrifying enough, it's also real stealthy and real good at hunting. No thanks. <laughs> it knows and uses every inch of its territory. Oh. And can control the weather. What? <laughs> through the use of dark magic. Well, that's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) So if it's got, if you've got like a moon and it's really bright and you're like, I've got this. I didn't bring my flashlight, but thanks for the bright moon tonight as I walk through the forest. Yeah. And the wind goes. He's got you. I don't like this one. They're they're (laughs) said to be cursed. Wendigos are said to be cursed to wander the land eternally, seeking to fulfill their voracious appetite for human flesh. And if there is nothing left to eat, it does starve to death. Oh well, at least there's that. At least there's that. (laughs) So after they kill every single person, I guess it doesn't eat animals. It's oh yeah, that's true. Benevolent in that way. (laughs) At least it doesn't eat animals. Preserves the ecosystem. Good for the wendigo. But if you think about it, it well, I'll get to that part later. Okay. A little bit of the more cultural aspects of everything. Or not cultural, but... so Well, both. Cultural and social. Okay. You'll find out what I'm talking yeah. about later. <laughs> okay. So here it gets to the fun part. Here's the stories of all the things that... Uh, the evidence of these creatures. Ugh. So there's a term called Wendigo psychosis... Okay. It is a disputed modern medical term that <laughs> is considered by some psychiatrists to be a syndrome that creates an intense craving for human flesh and fear of becoming a cannibal. Ooh, that sounds unpleasant. So, essentially, somebody who was trapped up on the mountains with a bunch of other people, and you start getting that fear of, oh no, I might actually have, have to resort to, eat to people. eating people when to go psychosis. I would definitely be afraid. I feel like that's not. That doesn't sound very psychosis to me. If we were, <laughs> that sounds very reasonable thing to be afraid of, right? Yes. Or I guess do people get this like, but they get when it's that... not actually that much of a danger sort of thing. Well, no, no. not okay. typically, because it does say <laughs> that it is said to occur within people living around the Great Lakes of Canada and the U.S. Just that northern region we talked about, uh, and it develops specifically in the winter. Uh, in people who are isolated by heavy snow for really long periods of time. Okay. So it's like uh, like cabin fever. Yeah. Yeah. Cabin fever, but except for the cannibal. type. specifically <laughs> yeah. cannibal. Where, I mean, I can't imagine being in that kind of state where I would think, I would rather just die and starve to death. Well, I don't know, though, because if you're really hungry, yeah, would questioning you, it. I would don't you know. Would <laughs> you start, like, looking at your people that you're with? Depends on uh, how nice they've been to me lately. That's kind of like a <laughs> running joke. In a lot of TV shows, yeah, like who that. would you eat first, yeah. So maybe it's more likely mm-hmm. than we would think for us to have maybe. those thoughts. Also, like, <laughs> I would be really gross <laughs> about to be like just very nervous. Like, there. what if you're in a situation where you're trapped and somebody dies for another reason? Didn't they do that in the mountains then, somewhere though, in Mount probably? Everest or something? Oh yeah, I think it's happened a lot. Uh. Mm -hmm. That's like any sort of a, like, you're in, like, a plane crash or something and some people, like, died in the crash and you can't, don't have any other food, like, you gonna do it? Well, not, I would hope that if it were a plane (laughs) crash, there would be people that knew about it and we would be rescued soon. Unless you're talking about the book Hatchet that we had to read in middle school. (laughs) Which case, he created a way to eat fish, so good for him. Yes, I think I would definitely rather eat fish. Oh. (laughs) You think or you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You know what you were saying? It depends on how who nice who's been nice to you lately. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I wouldn't think that I'd want to eat the mean person. They'd probably be all chewy and tough. <laughs> They'd probably taste. That's bad. true. They'd be all bitter. Yeah. Oh, we're really talking this is a about really this gross conversation. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm gonna move on. Did you think we were not gonna talk about Klamzum in your podcast? Did not think candles? that we think about it this much? I guess. So interesting thought exercise. Oops. I'm sorry. Anybody? Okay. So. Jordan does not listen to this podcast very often, but John does. So John's going to know not to get stuck with me in a cabin. Because he might be interested in know John would have a lot of meat because he's, he's oh, tall. that's true. Yeah. I could survive off him for a long time. All right. <laughs> I'm ready for him to know that information about your, what you think about it. I don't think I'd be able to eat, Jordan. Okay, reminds me of, <laughs> of that episode of The Simpsons, and I reference this all the time. I don't I've, know why. I'm pretty sure that I've never seen a complete episode of The oh, Simpsons. No, that's something that everyone should probably know about me. I've seen. I am. I've probably culturally seen most ignorant in that specific. Of most of my friends have it because their parents didn't let them watch it, but I specifically watched it like with with my parents at yeah. dinner. My parents were not cool about TV. Well, there's there's this specific episode where. I don't remember how it starts, but Homer r- saves a lobster and he it grows really, really, really big. And he like just loves this lobster. It's like his pet lobster. I forget what he ca- I think his name's Pinchy or something, or Mr. P- I don't remember Sounds what he right. calls it. <laughs> and then he decides he wants to take a bath with it and accidentally like, cooks it. Oh, no! It. But he's so upset. He's Mr. sitting there. Pinchy. He, I don't know if it's pin. I'll have to look it up. Don't quote me on that part because I, I don't think that's what it is. But it's like stupid like that. And he's sitting there with this giant lobster at the dinner table. And I don't know if you know anything about Homer, but he loves to eat. But he's like bawling between bites. <laughs> and then he doesn't let anybody else eat it. But they're all sitting there at the table, the family, and they're just like watching him ball and eat. And then he's like, "That's so good." And then he's like, "And he's crying." Uh, anyway, that's probably what it would yeah, be like. Yeah, that's yeah. I ate my husband. That's what I was going. That's what I was going that. I don't know. I would be really upset if I had things. Are we going to tell them that we have this conversation? Just gonna I don't wait for know. Them to find out? <laughs> we can go on a camping trip, all of us together to a remote place and then play them this episode on the way there. <laughs> and then just not say anything, just side eye each other the whole time. Okay. Like, I think it's supposed to snow while we're here. <laughs> Did, oh no, I forgot the food. <laughs> And should we stop at a grocery store on the way up there? Nah, I'm sure we'll (laughs) find something. (laughs) That'll be, that'd be like a good, like. April Fool's. Yeah. Or just because we want to have fun in a psychotic way. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd be concerned if they were actually concerned that we would eat them. You'd be concerned if they were actually concerned? Because yeah. they probably wouldn't take us seriously. Probably not. I wouldn't think so either. I would. Also, I would <laughs> Jordan would be like, you wouldn't be able to kill me to eat me. That's probably true. That's probably true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll have a good <laughs> dinner topic tonight, that's for sure. So, uh where was I in this paragraph? Oh, so yeah, it develops in the winter, blah, 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 heavy snow, long periods of time. So the initial symptoms were someone to begin developing wendigo psychosis our poor appetite. Well, not, that's ironic, right? Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, well, no, yeah, right. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Nausea, vomiting, and the delusion of being transformed into a Wendigo monster. Oh well, <laughs> <as it> escalates <laughs> the initial symptoms quite <laughs> quickly. <laughs> so yeah, so, okay, yeah. Um, and then also the. Uh, increasingly seeing others around them as being edible and then ha- also having an exaggerated fear of becoming a cannibal so it's like when in the cartoons when somebody looks at somebody oh and they, so they turn, turn it into into like a, a chicken like <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that so it's exactly and they're like, like that, sweating right? you know okay yeah exactly <laughs> Yes. See, this has more, this has more reach than Culturally I think we've ever relevant. Yes. It's incident. in the canon. <laughs> so curing, like, an attempt to cure by traditional Native healers, uh, curing was attempted by traditional Native healers, and if these attempts failed and the person began acting violently or antisocially, there's a fine line, you had to really kind of <laughs> sit in the middle uh-huh. there. They were executed. Oh, well. And this dates back hundreds of years. That's fair, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think anti-socially, that's not quite fair. Yeah. So you'd be like, hey guys, can <laughs> I help you with your groceries today? You'd have to be like overly friendly, and I think that would mm-hmm. you'd be in a good place there. But but yeah, probably not help you with your groceries. Can I do something helpful that does not involve food in any oh, way? Because I'm not weird about food. I'm not weird about food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just doing some local <laughs> help around the neighborhood. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Obviously, I've never volunteered local help around the neighborhood because I, I wouldn't know what to call it. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Yes. (laughs) Um, What's that called when you do acts of kindness for other people in like a charity? Nah. (laughs) Paying it forward? Maybe. (laughs) Volunteering? I guess. I mean, yeah, we've all volunteered. We've all done things. Being, anyway, being social. Rather than antisocial. Yeah, you're yes. right. In a friendly way. Yes. Not a violent way. Not, not a weird way. Not a weird way. Or like a hungry Just be cool. Hungry way. Just be cool. <laughs> <laughs> be cool, everybody. <laughs> like overcompensate. Okay. So in sixteen sixty one, Jesuit relations a Jesuit relations document stated. It's kind of a long paragraph, but I'm gonna read it okay. because it's very interesting. Um it's kinda of like a journal entry, I guess. I don't really know what Jesuit relations is. It sounds like probably like Jesuit missionaries that were interacting with like a, these groups of people and so like they had like no on like yeah what they were like yeah 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 so what caused us greater this is the quote what Mm -hmm. caused us greater concern was the intelligence that met us upon entering the lake namely that the men deputed deputed by our conductor for the purpose of summoning the nations to the north sea and assigning them a rendezvous okay actually this part's not really i'm not (laughs) understanding what i'm reading so like the people that they they found out that the people that they sent Yes, they assigned them to rendezvous, where they were to await our coming, but those people had met their deaths the previous winter in a very strange manner. Okay, Uh-oh. there we go. It was a lot of words to get there. Those poor men... According to the report given us, so they only got a report of this, Mm -hmm. they were seized with an ailment unknown to us, but not very unusual among the people we were seeking. They are afflicted with neither lunacy, hypochondria, nor frenzy, but have a combination of all of these species of disease, which affects their imaginations and causes them a more than canine hunger. That sounds... that that sounds right? exactly like that. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men like veritable werewolves, and devour them voraciously without being able to appease or glut their appetite. Ew. Ever seeking fresh prey, and the more greedily, the more they eat. Gross. Wendigo. Yeah. <laughs> Wendigo. You just whispered every now and then every sentence. Windigo. <laughs> <laughs> this ailment attacked our deputies and... As death is the sole remedy among these simple people for checking such acts of murder, they were. Sl- I mean, <laughs> they were. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think death is the solution. Yeah, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. Huh. I really like the writing style of that too. It's very yeah. It's very like old style, but not Bending. too old style where I can't. When did you say it. it was like sixteen something? Sixteen sixty one. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. I like how it was like they they're gonna eat women and children and even men I feel like you would start with men because they're bigger they got more meat on their bones yeah but maybe they were like I feel like you're like, least likely to eat a kid <laughs> well I would hope. yeah but I think as far as like prey <laughs> like easy prey yeah, yeah. women <laughs> I, I guess feel like I get what they were saying but it sounded weird <laughs> it did say it did sound really weird yeah, yeah even upon men mm-hmm. yeah eh, yeah you're even right even upon the big obvious juicy steak yeah. targets Yeah. Even those. I don't know though. In cows and stuff, more fat in marbling and stuff is tastier. And so, if the men who were real muscular because they did a lot of like physical work, they'd be a a little sinewy. Colony of weight lifters. They're all fuel (laughs) cycling and 1661 (laughs) weightlifters. They're all cut. (laughs) They're. I I get those chubby kids. They've got those like those big, what are those called? Weights with the big ball, the, instead of flat weights, the big balls. And, Barbells? And, yeah. Oh, oh, I shouldn't have said anything oh, in no, this no. sentence <laughs> because skip I don't know it. what I'm <laughs> uh, that's what, Uh, <laughs> Okay, so another documented case occurred. So that's, okay, so that's crazy because if you think about it, that's like a real, like, historical, well, Mm -hmm. as far as I know, according to Wikipedia, a real historical written document That's legit. People ate each other. But this was also word of mouth because it was only recording to the report that they got. Yeah, I feel like it's a little colorful. I mean, they could have been making up a story like, y'all, this is what happened, and we're not making this up. This is just how it happened, sorry. And really, they could have gotten, like... I don't know, murdered they by fell somebody. fell off a cliff. Or they just murdered him because they wanted to. Could be. I don't know actually who's talking to him in this Yeah, study. who knows who's reliable. True. It seems like a wild story to make up, though. Yeah, this was also <laughs> in a different language and it was translated. Mm-hmm. I don't know what language it was in. I feel like it's pretty, it, it would be hard to mistranslate. They all ate each other! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes me think a little bit of Roanoke. Oh, yeah. Because that's one of my favorite historical. Oh, my oh. gosh. I almost dropped it. Saved it. <laughs> I hope I didn't just delete something important. Yeah, that's a very cool story. Where am I? Oh no, I don't think I deleted anything important. We'll see. We had a dropped laptop, oh, folks. Okay, it was terrifying. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, interesting to think about. I love the Roanoke story. Watched a documentary good. on it. That was like we've uncovered more information, and then really it wasn't any more information than. I like how ever knew. like it's all a very cool like mysterious story, but everything always comes down to. I mean, they probably just died. Yeah, or they, <laughs> they probably just, died. just they, they were probably probably just left and then Yeah, they went to a different island and then died. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but how? Mr. No Wendigo. Another documented case occurred in 1878 when a plane's Cree trapper from Alberta named Swift Runner, and that a cool name. Ooh yeah. We having malfunctions. Oh, my screen fell. Fa- I always, I think it would still keep on recording if my screen falls asleep, but it always makes me nervous. So yeah. I don't wanna, yeah. That's cool. It's cool. Sorry. Um, Swift Runner. That's a very cool name. He's a plains Cree trapper. You could that could be a Star Wars name. Swift Runner. Skywalker. Swift Runner. Oh. That or yes, yeah, really Swift cool. first name, Swift last name Runner. Yeah. Also cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I really liked it. I'm gonna say it again. Swift Runner. Plek Swift Runner. Luck. best pilot in the resistance <laughs> except he doesn't run he flies uh-huh. yeah Which but no he needs a different running. title because that's i can't steal pose title that's yeah mm-hmm. we'll think about it that'll be i'll keep that in my back pocket for when i do swift runner I... he's actually really slow like <laughs> but he's good at aiming how about that he's a good aimer swift runner is a hut <laughs> yeah he's more of a more of a pew-pew kind of guy. Yeah. And not a... True. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> that was my... Uh, it was pretty good. Like my TIE fighter sound. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. That's better. Mine was more of an X-wing sound than probably like yeah. like a speeder situation. Yeah, that's that's it. You're yeah. right. A littler a littler ship. <laughs> okay. um Oh, anyway, this guy Swift Runner suffered one of the worst cases known. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sir. He was a trader with the Hudson's Bay Company who was married and the father of six children. Oh no! In 1875, he served as a guide for the Northwest Mounted Police um but during the winter of 1878 and 79 he and his family were starving along oh, with no. numerous other Cree families his eldest son was the first to die of starvation which is super sad and at some point swift runner succumbed to Wendigo psychosis oh. So, no. even though there were emergency food supplies available at Hudson's <gasps> Bay Company Post just 25 miles away, he did not attempt to travel there. Rather, he killed the remaining remaining members of his family and consumed them. Oh, no. Yeah. Ooh. He eventually confessed, though, and but then he was like, executed by authorities at Fort Saskatchewan. Uh-huh. But he, has a, but he had a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. Oh, no. And that's, I mean, that's only, like... A little over 100 years ago. Yeah. That's 18... So 150 years ago. Jeez so. Louise. That's horrible. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Okay, so I'm not gonna name my next uh, Star Wars RPG character Swift Runner anymore. I think I'm gonna skip that Well, name, what if that was actually. like... What if that was like a, a <laughs> plot twist? Like... Like, he was actually, you know, on the dark side or something. There we go. And then he was cannibalistic. And then he ate everybody. Uh, (laughs) Then he ate his kids. Oh, no. That's the worst. That is the worst. Don't do that. No, yeah, please don't do that. Yeah. You ready for the next story? Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess. This is another, this is another well-known case involving Wendigo psychosis, and this guy's name was Jack Fiddler. Gosh, a lot of, this don't one's... have a cool name, I think is what we're learning. Don't yeah. have a cool name, you're gonna eat everybody. Yeah. But Jack Fiddler doesn't sound as cool as Swift Runner. It's no. Like, it's like the nerdy cool name. It's a little nerdy. <laughs> it's an, it's an odd name. It is Not a, a cool name, maybe. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's got a good ring to it. It's okay. Okay. he was an OG Cree chief so I'm guessing that's like OG boy slash Cree oh yeah like both. he was a chief and medicine man known for his powers at defeating Wendigos ooh okay <laughs> Wendigo <laughs> that sounds like when there there was that those commercials and I don't know if you guys ever got the commercials up here but for the casino and I think it was in Louisiana and it would be radio commercials and be like <laughs> they'd no, be like normal voices and it'd be like Come to (laughs) Kashaw. And it would, like, say it every time. That's weird. I think it was in Louisiana somewhere. Okay, anyway. That's what it reminded me of. Fiddler... Claimed to have defeated 14 Wendigos during his lifetime. Oh, wow. Claimed. Some of these creatures were said to have been sent by enemy shamans, and others were members of his own band who had been taken with an insatiable and curable desire to eat human flesh. So, so by defeating the Wendigos, is this, he just was really good at killing people who were trying to eat other people? Or did he actually, like, cure them? I... He was a medicine man, so my guess is that he was curing them. Okay. I don't think it's very that specific, That is pretty impressive. Though. I think we're supposed to assume. Because then they also say powers. Yeah. But I guess powers could be killing, also. But... I'm just wondering, did he actually, like, save people who were starting to get the munchies? Oh, or no. no wait, <laughs> so let me like... just read the next sentence. You can tell that I, like, was like, these are going to be good stories that I skimmed and I didn't get all the details. Oh, okay. That's why I'm not answering your questions very well, but <laughs> actually, it doesn't tell you in the next sentence. Go what on. were you saying, though? Oh, like, did he, like, catch this in the early stages when they were just starting to get the munchies that only hands could satisfy? Or did he solve this problem after they'd already eat eaten, like, five people? Because that mm-hmm. seems like it would be an important Well, according <laughs> to Basil Johnston and Wikipedia... Take it away, Basil. In the latter case, so where the creatures were said to have been sent by enemy shamans... Mm-hmm. Uh, Fiddler was usually asked by family members to kill a very sick loved one before they turned Wendigo. Oh, okay. So, he would just kill people. I, yeah, I feel like that's not, like, super impressive. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he wasn't... I mean, it's a, helpful. Maybe he, like, killed them with poison, like, medicine man style. Okay, yeah. Yeah, if he Which had some sort of, like... Might not be better. Sort I, of gentle, merciful way of killing them like, rather than... Like, putting them to sleep. Yeah. Like, a gentle soft painlessly for sure better than the alternative of letting them eat their entire family so Yeah. yeah Fiddler's own brother, who for some reason has a different last name, Peter Flett, was killed after turning Wendigo when the food ran out on a trading expedition. Hudson's Bay company traders, the Cree, and missionaries were well aware of the Wendigo legend, though they often explained it as mental illness or just superstition. Mm -hmm. Regardless, several incidents of people turning Wendigo and eating human flesh are documented in the records of the company. So also note to self, Hudson's Bay, also bad. Hudson's Bay Company traders. I don't know if that's still around. I feel like I've heard of that, but it Hudson Bay might just be yep, a place. It, yeah, <laughs> I think also I've heard of it, but for also the same thing. I started watching some show on Netflix or something. I don't remember what it's called, but it had uh, Jason Momoa in it, and it was about... It might have been the Hudson Bay Trading Company. It was some, like, uh, fur trading company in, like, Canada or northern U.S. area in, like, the old-timey days. Old-timey days? Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Do we want to look up what that show is on IMDb? Yeah. Here, I got it on my phone. You said Jason Momoa? Mm Mm-hmm. Frontier. I think it was called. I only watched, like, an episode and a half. I got very bored. Frontier. And it had this kid that was yeah. in Yeah. It is loading <laughs> on my phone. Did I, th- I tell you that my friend met Jason Momoa? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did I tell you on the podcast before already? Probably. <laughs> I don't remember if we talked about it. I don't know. It. Yeah, I think we did. Because we were talking about how we were both very thirsty for various... Okay, He's, yeah. yeah, half Korean, oh, yeah. half Canadian. There we go. Hudson's Bay Hudson Bay Company. Hudson Bay's Company. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if it ever gets more interesting. I found it, like, extremely boring when I <laughs> tried to watch it, but... Is it if historical y'all see, or is it, like, fantastical? It's more historical. It was very much just like, oh, yeah, we're in this wilderness and we're all gonna do politics politics With different... Mm. I don't know. I got bored. For- <laughs> monopolized fur trade. Yeah. Because, mm. yeah, it was like the Hudson Bay Company... Was coming in and trying to establish trade with the different native groups in but the area. But they're by Wendigos, apparently. Apparently. Yeah, so... But yeah, and then the Aquaman's group was <laughs> kind of a go-between between... I don't know why I'm trying to explain what the show is about when I watched, like, half of an episode and was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't watch it then. <laughs> that was part of why I didn't like the show, too, was because I was like, I don't really know what's going on. Anyways, but that's a uh, relevant relevant sort though. of <laughs> No, 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 for sure because Cree Cree Yeah, Hudson's they might Bay they company. might have a episode about somebody eating people. That seems like a thing that would have happened. Yeah. Which is interesting to me that they're like, "We know what the Wendigo is, but it's probably not. It's just we're just being superstitious." It's, yeah. They're you're he's just crazy. It sounds like yeah. I don't know, but apparently several people started eating human flesh back in those days. Cool. Doesn't sound like a great company to work around No, indeed. Form. No. They don't so. have very good health benefits. <laughs> the health benefits are you get eaten by one of your coworkers. Yeah, that sounds like not a reason to work for a company. Mm-mm. a reason to not. They leave that out of their recruitment materials, probably. <laughs> so in 1907, Fiddler and his brother Joseph—I don't know what Joseph had part in this. He—they were both arrested by the Canadian authorities for murder. Oh, because yeah. they keep on murdering people who are trying to eat their families. Yeah, even though <laughs> other people were asking them to murder their loved uh, well, ones. I don't know, but people, I mean, I think I you're still know. not allowed you're to murder people, not. even if their family asks you to. True, I true. think that's called being a hitman. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, he -hmm. was also a medicine man, so I I don't know what that has to do with anything. Okay, I don't know. Assassin. Dr. Death. (laughs) (laughs) Windigo. So Jack committed suicide, but Joseph was tried and sentenced to life in prison, but... You know, I don't really know who Joseph was, because it didn't talk about him at all. I guess they must have just been partners or something in this endeavor. This is the first I've heard of him, so I don't know. Sounds like you could make a pretty good TV series about this guy. Yeah. I'd watch that. He ultimately was granted a pardon, but then he died three days later in jail. Aw. Before even receiving the news. Well, that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Aw. The frequency of the Wendigo psychosis cases decreased sharply in the 20th century, though, as Native Americans came into greater and greater contact with Western ideologies. Yeah, and probably as it was less likely to get stranded without food. Well, (laughs) like, that probably would help, right? Probably, but I think what they mean here is... That because there were more people, more colonization than their explanations and their stories. Oh, they didn't their, believe in the actual, like, supernatural when they I go. I guess. A, yeah. Probably that, also that them them were, all, we're all just dying because white people suck. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Um, current sightings I, were something that I wanted to look into a little bit. I didn't spend a lot of time on it uh-huh. because it was all, seemed hoaxy. I watched this really dumb video. I'm also very okay with, like, not knowing if this yeah. is a thing that still <laughs> <laughs> happens a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But, yo, those are, like, the main stories Uh that were, like, the well-known stories. Um, Current sightings, I I just watched this dumb video. (laughs) There were, like, ten recent sightings in the U.S. Some of them, Mm. one of them was, like, in another country. One of them, I don't know, two of them were in houses, like, abandoned houses. So it was, like, could they be taking up random houses? But they all looked small. They looked, like, creepy, like, more, like, Slenderman-type creatures. but. Mm Alien. Well, maybe they're small because they can't get people as easily, so they're not eating as many people because it's not like the wilderness in the 60s. But they would have starved to death, right? One would think. Maybe ooh, if they starve to death, do they just get smaller? And they, until they like, yeah, do even they turn get smaller into until they like shrivel up? I'd like to believe yes. Let's just yeah. go with so yes. So maybe they are slowly starving to death. But they small. Yeah? Yeah. They looked real like dumb videos though. Okay. Real hoaxy. <laughs> and they reminded me a little bit of the, the aliens in uh signs. Oh okay. Uh, spoiler alert. Oof. Everybody's seen it. it's 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 been out. For That's over been out years, for a yeah. very long time. <laughs> but you know how they had like the real long fingers, yeah, and are, like weird looking. That's what these looked like mm-hmm. in this. Um, they're like humanoid type creatures. Slender, slender, very like long, skinny limbs, like yeah. too long, disproportionate limbs is a very good like horrifying look that I feel like is underused, especially the fingers. If they've got yes. like creepy fingers, ew, mm. like uh, Voldemort fingers. Ew. He didn't bend his. Fingers fingers enough. He just kept him straight like this. I don't understand that. Yeah. I feel like he'd have a little bit more control if his fingers settling if he used a better grip on the, on the wand. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh anyway, they were stupid videos. Um <laughs> bummer. <laughs> so, not that that's been, you know, not depressing enough, but mm-hmm. if we really want to talk about I kind of looked into like the possible explanations or yeah, I know. or the scientific kind of explanations for these things beyond the wendigo syndrome sure yeah well i think cabin fever is a good way to explain that Mm -hmm. it's kind of just that you're starving and you're starting to go mad but i feel like i can totally understand how that would be a thing if you were like stuck in the middle of the woods and start like like it sounds like you're basically like what is it called when you get obsessed with yeah, you get like fixated on this idea that like what if I become a cannibal because of this situation and then you start kind of like spiraling like I have like anxiety yeah and so you get like fixated on this one like thing this and one it becomes fear. really like real to you and the fact that you've had that fear you're like mm-hmm. oh no does that mean something's wrong with me yeah and you're thought? like yeah, yeah if I'm thinking about this I must be the sort of person that would like eat my family and then yeah just except really... for that one guy who except for the thing where you actually do it yeah. <laughs> And also the one guy, he had an option to just travel 25 miles rather than murder his entire family, but he decided to... Yeah, I think he clearly had maybe some other stuff going on. Yeah, he (laughs) he rather would murder his family than travel 25 miles in the cold to get food. So, anyway. Psychosis is not logical. (laughs) No, it isn't. So, just, that's what separates. Yes. I think. Clearly not, like, yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Something else that was kind of explained it is, remember the last in the news I talked about, the topic I talked about was chronic chronic wasting disease in (gasps) deer? Oh, shoot! So it didn't actually say this, but I used my brain and (laughs) thought about it and was like... You look (laughs) so (laughs) proud! I put this idea together. Um, Just... Chronic wasting disease, which is a type of transmissible spongiform encephalopathy. So things like mad cow disease, which has its own name, but I didn't write it down. TSE is another word. Transmissible spongiform encephalopathy. Yeah, and it makes you very aggressive and, like... Or, like, -like, zombie-like, lethargic, and just... We act weird. So, and that was in, like, deer and game animals. And what were these people eating? Possibly they were eating the contaminated parts. Oh, ooh, I like this. Yeah, so is that kind of interesting? Yes. So, in a way, it is like there were zombie outbreaks at some point. Um, And then there's also crutzfeldt Jacob disease, which is what we talked about last time. I think I think I touched on it a little bit. It does occur naturally in about one out of every one million people, so it's super, super rare. Um, it's worldwide, it's sporadic, so there's really no known risk factors. It could just happen or it's hereditary or it's acquired by exposure to brain or nervous system tissue like eating an infected animal. Okay. With, and that's with like the same thing as the chronic wasting disease. Yeah, well or chronic wasting thing. disease is a type of transmissible spongiform. It's a TSC, whatever. Okay. And this is another type. And creutzfeldt Jacob is the is a is like the blanket term for all of well, no, okay, hold on. <laughs> So, there's TSCs. They're types of encephalopathies, basically. Encephalopathy, it has to do with the the brain, brain. right? Okay. Um... I don't know what pathology means. of the brain I guess so transmissible means transmissible got that yeah <laughs> form I'm not really sure what that means I think it just has to do with the type of infection that it, it is it sounds like it would be like a fungus or something Right? Like a, yeah like a but I don't think they actually really know what it is so okay. chronic wasting disease is a type of tsc so is mad cow disease but I don't remember what the actual like actual term for it is that's okay I would not know what it was anyways <laughs> but creutzfeldt Krutz, jacob jakob disease is something that is like those diseases, but it also occurs naturally in people, just okay. sporadically. So or that habitarily. does not require eating. No. Ooh. But it is, I think what they call it in people if a person has those kinds of symptoms because mm-hmm. it technically could be acquired by exposure to brain. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm explaining that how I understood it. Basically, there are diseases that make you basically do this. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's a, it's a disease that uh, that occurs naturally that has the same symptoms as other transmissible TSEs, whatever, I'm not gonna say the whole thing again. Yeah. Um, there's other TSEs like chronic wasting disease in deer and cervids and uh-huh. like cows with the mad cow disease. So like it could be that like maybe this population that was in that area of the world had some genetic factor exactly. that made them more susceptible to that disease. Correct. And so they tended to just go Yeah. Cannibally. Well okay <laughs> that's not fair to people who do have Cruzville Jacob disease because oh, I actually yeah, yeah. did look it up and what the symptoms are. It's characterized by rapidly progressive dementia, oh, Okay. Yeah. loss of muscle coordination, personality changes, impaired memory, Impaired judgment and thinking, impaired vision, uh, insomnia, depression, and unusual sensations in people—very unpleasant. Yeah, so it really wasn't the same thing as the yeah, actual. But maybe like, if it was something people. like that, combined with like a cabin fever situation, like a perfect storm yeah. of making people eat yeah. each other. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm probably trying too hard to put. This yeah, together, and that but. probably was too. No, I appreciate that because I was thinking like, well, there, uh, this is the reason I brought it up because it was interesting to me in that sense. Because like, the, hey, we talked about the deer be thing last week. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. So then, um, as the illness progresses, people's mental impairment becomes really severe. They often develop involuntary muscle jerks, Ooh. and they may go blind. They eventually Ooh. lose the ability to move and speak and then enter a coma. So, it's actually quite sad. That's And actually, awful. fatality is like 90%. Oh. Pneumonia and other inf- infection, infections can occur and then those can also lead to death. Yikes. Um, so, usually it affects younger individuals, um, primarily with psychiatric symptoms. Uh, oh, that's a variant version of it. Oh. So, it's kind of, it's saying that it's kind of like Alzheimer's and Huntington's disease, but it causes unique changes in the brain tissue, which can be seen when you're doing an autopsy. Uh-huh. And then it also tends to be more rapid deterioration than Alzheimer's or other types of dementia. That's freaky. So in this anything goes, that messes with the brain, I am not about Oh yeah. Well Ooh. it's so because that's like where the person is. Yeah you know. So anyway, that's that's what it is. It can't be transmitted. That one specifically can't be transmitted. Sometimes it can be if you're like transplanting tissue or something like that. Mm. So I think that's what they mean by if you are exposed to like spinal cord or or um yeah. like tissue there. This one was specifically was talking like I think like a cornea transplant or something. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, terrifying. But yeah. sort of related but but yeah but was really a, there could potentially be a disease like that that specifically sure. causes like more violent symptoms. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Creeps but I you know I think it's probably a little bit like sensationalized. <laughs> for the news, the I whole mean, yeah. article that I read before, because I was also reading this time that there's really no true evidence that people have actually gotten those kinds of things from eating contaminated meat, even though well, that's good. the three people <laughs> who all got it, that we were all together, all ate the same meat. I feel like that's pretty strong evidence, but, I mean, you know, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a scientist. I'm, I don't know. So <laughs> I'll have to just listen to what the scientists say. They're trying to not make us panic, Jade. Right. They're hiding the truth. <laughs> it's all a conspiracy it's always it's always a conspiracy Mm -hmm. also speaking of zombie come into my bunker (laughs) that's (laughs) that's i didn't mean to make that so (laughs) weirdly i didn't like that at all there's a a new netflix show out right now and it's kind of like the it's another zombie show but it's more 28 days rage virus style than it is that's fun. I haven't seen that. Have you? You've seen Twenty Eight Days Later, though, right? Yeah, that's my probably my favorite quote. I wouldn't. Consider that's like it a legitimately a good movie. movie. I feel like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah yeah it's because it, it kind of talks more about the cause and the well it does it's like you see exactly what happens and it's it's like a virus which I think is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that one that one doesn't feel very zombie ish. Right. Me. Yeah. It's it, yeah. They can run and they're. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Which is bullshit. It's a great. Movie. <laughs> it's a great. Movie. But anyway, that's what this new show apparently is a lot okay. more like, and uh I'm gonna have to check that out. I like. I like, I like dom- zombies. I'm gonna have too. to do zombies. I really. Okay. I know that's why when you were like, "Is it a zombie?" When I was like, "Oh, I was saying." <laughs> I was no, to you're music. not gonna try and do no, zombies I'm not, by yourself. Not by myself. No, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, we still need to do a Nessie episode considering mm-hmm. this is the name of our podcast. Or right, we have you That's know, a lot of pressure. We should go back and listen to the Lost we File should. though and just see how bad it is and how cringy it is. We've mentioned this too many times and now I'm sure everybody's like yeah. Well Either now, do or don't. Anyway, <laughs> pop culture. Pop culture, okay. Yeah. And then I have a whole nother setting. Since it, it Actually, I probably should... I ended it on a really, like, kind of, like, serious note. But it's okay. I mean, did anyone doubt that this was be- going to become a serious, like, sad thing? I it's about cannibalism. I like the, uh, the jackalope one probably was... Well, no, this one's probably worse. What, what am I saying? Okay. Yeah, this is people... <laughs> So the the first time I ever heard of a Wendigo was I recently read Stephen King's ver- or Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. Which I haven't I didn't really enjoy the book honestly. I haven't read that one. It was good to read. It was just I don't know. It sounds unpleasant to me. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite core like very much though. So. See, and I like Stephen King a lot and he's, yeah. a, he's a really good writer, but this story it felt like well, and also spoiler alert because I'm going to be talking about things in it. But uh, it was it was like a lot leading up, a lot of really good story, and then leading up to all of a sudden like a lot of things happening at once. And that's of oh, how yeah. his book, those other book that are that's was very Stephen like Kingy. <laughs> yeah, where it's just like all of a sudden it's like too much is happening. It's yeah. like, crazy at the there end. all yeah. And then also it was there were some parts of it where I was just like, I didn't want to read that. So it wasn't a bad book. I mean, I didn't <laughs> love it. Okay, so his version of the Wendigo. Uh, Its eyes tilted up like the eyes in a classical Chinese painting. This is a quote from the book. Were a rich yellowish gray, sunken, gleaming. The mouth was drawn out in a rictus. The lower lip was turned inside out, revealing teeth stained blackish-brown and worn almost to nubs. But what struck Lewis were the ears, which were not ears at all, but curving horns. They were not like devil's horns, they were ram's horns. I think that's a quote from the book. Gross. Anyway, yeah, and then there was some more things about, like, a worm being under its tongue. Ooh! But no. I don't remember reading that in the book as much as it was just a part of this, like, wiki fan page about the book, or the wendigo in Interesting. this book. So... With this specific story in his story, um, the Wendigo inhabited the entire northern... Hemisphere, so it says semisphere. Is that a word? I c- copied this. Semisphere sounds like it would be the semi, like part a of quarter. The oh. Yeah, like a quarter of the. Um, I've never heard it before. Yeah, that makes sense though. The entire northern hemisphere of North America, so around Canada, and had supreme dominion over every creature and every organism in its domain. So this supreme was more of dominion. like a spirit creature that, yeah. that lives in the forest and, runs and can everything. just take ev- over anything that it wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in this story, uh, it encountered the Micmac Burial Ground in Maine, which I don't know if that's a real... Native American yeah, I don't know. tribe or anything, um in the place which would become Ludlow, which is the city that this story takes place in. And the Micmac burial Ground is where, like, if you read the story, there's, like, the pet cemetery, and it's just this really interesting, like, animal where it, it's an actual cemetery, but you there's a really creepy, like, way to keep walking, like, a couple more miles further into the woods, and mm-hmm. there's, like, this area where there's, like, a really hard ground, and that's where you bury an animal and it comes back alive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. um So a place which would be So the the Micmac Burial Ground lay not too far from the woods from a pet cemetery, but to get there, it's it's actually pretty cool the way it explains it. Um, but the Wendigo cursed the Micmac burial ground, and the curse's consequences would be that any corpse laid in the ground would become reanimated in a day, oh. but as either murderous shell of their former self or worse, cannibal. Ooh. And so this describes the Wendigo as being a necromancer, so a okay. creature that just basically cursed this land and was like anything that gets buried here. It doesn't explain this in the book. It does not explain any of this in the book. It just to me seemed it makes sense now reading and learning about what the Wendigo is. Mm-hmm. But in the book... It doesn't really explain it. It's just they like just there's back. this that's huge creature happens. walking through, and yeah. But now it makes sense. Yeah. But and Stephen King is from Maine, right? Yeah. Famously, so he probably grew up with probably yeah the Wendigo is being like yeah. a very common and well known thing. Yeah. 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 He always talks about the stuff that's really relevant. I think to Maine. Mm-hmm. That's like his whole deal. Yeah, that is his thing. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Okay. The fact that I don't know anything about Stephen King other than that he's from Maine probably yeah. means that he talks about Maine a lot. Have you ever read any of Books. Um, I know I've read um, the one where they go to find a body. (laughs) Oh, is that the one they turned into a movie? Yeah, Um, Stand by Me, me. which I think it's a short story. I don't think it's a whole book. And I've read, I don't remember. I I've read some Stephen King, but I think mostly short stories that I had to read for like school. You had to read Stephen King in school. I took a creative writing class, and the teacher was really really into horror stuff. Oh. And really liked horror and, like, the, like, we talked a lot about, like, why things are scary and, like, it was actually really cool. And it made me appreciate horror a lot more than I would have otherwise. But really? But I still don't like it very much. But you don't but, like yeah, horror anyways, movies either, do you? Mm, not really. Mm. Like, there are some that I enjoy, like, I enjoy kind of more, like, psychological horror. Yeah. If I'm in, like, like thrillers? the mood for it. Like, I really like, um... trying to think of any examples i like sunshine have you seen that movie no i haven't it was like a sci-fi thing but i don't know where i'm going with this i'm getting very tired i think the (laughs) coffee that i drank is wearing off and now i'm having trouble hang in there i'm almost done done. Um, anyways so yeah we talked about stephen king a lot because he really liked him oh gotcha yes okay so we read some okay Cool. The end. Yes. (laughs) So um, in non-Indigenous literature, there's a guy named Algernon Blackwood who wrote a story in, a short story in 1910 called The Wendigo. Algernon Blackwood. The Algernon. What a name. He's British, right? That dude has to be British. Well, I mean, this is all North American, so. Algernon Blackwood. So, I mean, maybe he was like, (laughs) yeah, maybe he moved, but it's got to be North American. So maybe he like moved (laughs) or he was like a British colonist son or something. Maybe. Um, he, let's see here. Oh, he wrote that book, and then subsequent portrayals were in mainstream horror fiction. So there's been like, like, uh, The Thing That Walked in the Wind and Ithaca, which were just, I guess, the inspired character in Stephen King's novel Pet Cemetery. Ah, there we go. Where it is a personification of evil, an ugly, grinning creature with yellow-gray eyes, ears replaced by ram's horns, white vapor coming from its nostrils, like that Ooh. picture I showed you earlier, oh, yeah. and a pointed, decaying yellow tongue. Ugh. Ooh. Ugh. Decaing. Yeah, I don't, all the yellow stuff is really yeah. nasty. Yellow-gray is like a terrible description for something that's sure. alive. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> These works set the template for later portrayals in pop culture, so they even replaced a Native American lore. Hmm. That was kind of a, a real boring sentence, The whole part paragraph. <laughs> (laughs) Um, There's also uh, a Wendigo Marvel character, and uh, Steve Englehart and artist Herb Trimp made this monster. Uh, He's a monster that's a result of a curse that afflicts those who commit acts of cannibalism in parts of Canada. Sounds right. Yeah. He first (laughs) appeared in The Incredible Hulk, April 1973 number 162 that makes sense because then it's like a big creature and then the hulk can fight it mm-hmm. i was because i was when you first said it was a marvel character i was like okay what the character hulk. could it fight that would make sense and yeah the hulk makes first sense. it was hulk then it was wolverine that also makes sense. And then I have a picture of that too if you wanted to see it. I do kind we of we can post all these for everybody. I still haven't I haven't posted the, the Creek and stuff. So I guess that's him right there. Or Oh yeah, yeah he's very um he's got like the, the icing ice going on. Yeah. yeah. He's a luscious mane of hair. <laughs> so He's, he's less gross, yeah. more like frozen. Yes, he looks like he has a tail also. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he looks more like a, like, yeti yeah. type of thing. Yeti, almost. like an icy lion yeah. man. Okay. Icy lion yeti man. <laughs> <laughs> Creatures based upon Wendigos, they also appear in a number of film and television shows. So, mm-hmm. Dark Was the Night and Ravenous, I guess those are movies... Uh, I, yeah, I did see Ravenous when I was looking it up, but like I said, I did the responsible thing and didn't actually watch any videos. <laughs> I just did research. It was a Supernatural. I as feel an like episode. that's probably what I saw, yeah. How, that's what I was going it was say. early in the series, then. Uh, Blood Ties. Charmed. Do you ever watch Charmed? No. I didn't either. Mm. Uh, Grimm is another one, which I've seen episodes of. No, I haven't, but that's the newer, the newer show, right? Um, know. I know I've seen a couple of episodes of Grimm, but not enough to be any sort of authority on it. It's very, like, yeah, it's, like, Supernatural or something it's one of those monster of the week shows yeah Mm -hmm. um and then hannibal i guess there's an episode where an fbi profiler has reoccurring dreams or or visions of a wendigo that symbolizes the titular cannibalistic serial killer that definitely makes sense (laughs) that was a quote i don't use the word titular ever hannibal the cannibal hannibal cannibal but isn't hannibal the episode isn't that a show based on hannibal Lecter where he also help solve crimes. I don't before he does murders. I don't know. I don't know either. I just know that it's Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. And I've heard that the uh uh it's like really beautiful as far as like food photography goes, which is really weird because it's people. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I've heard I've that it's really very off putting to hear people talk about it, but I'm sure they do. do a good is job. It, who is the one that plays <laughs> Hannibal? He's I want to say like, Mads Mikkelsen, but I don't know, think it not, actually I don't is. Know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, now why. I have this to look same. it up. Okay. And then I have one last pop culture thing, and then the, the sad truth behind the concept of the Wendigo. Oh, no, we're not there yet? <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, it is. It's Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, he's weird looking. Oh, and he is a forensic psychiatrist in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. But they reference the Wendigo in that episode. Oh, yes. yeah, Gifted Criminal Profiler has a unique way of thinking that allows him to empathize with anyone, including psychopaths. But how can he be a a sociopath and empathize with people? No, no, this is the other character. Okay, so the other character is named Will Graham. He's a criminal profiler. Oh, and then the psych... But he's trying to pursue a particularly complicated serial killer, and so he enlists the help of brilliant psychiatrist Hannibal Lecter. Actually, it does look like a show I would like. So I guess he's probably hunting Hannibal Lecter. It was only on for two years though, with the help of Hannibal Lecter. Sounds yeah, it looks cool. like it. Sounds cool. But... I thought that was way more recent than 2015. Time flies. Wow. Yep. Anywho. Okay. So characters with the name Wendigo also are in a number of computer and video games. So like until dawn, the legend of Dragoon. I don't know what that is. The Secret World, Fallout 76, which oh, okay. that sounds familiar. The Warcraft universes has one to go in it, huh. and then of course, as we all know and love, Dungeons and Dragons. Of course, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, here's the last part. So this goes back. <laughs> what are you really excited? That, that look excited? you gave me, I was like. Ugh. Oh, I thought you no, were, like. No, I'm nervous. Exc- oh no, I, I feel like, like you're. <laughs> I feel like it's been all horrible, and you're like, now it's going to get horrible. No, this is just, like, the social aspect of it, which makes it kind of sad and depressing. Mm. So, this talks about it as being, like, a concept or a metaphor, Uh and then that's where we really talk about, like, the social impacts. It can apply to a concept to any person, idea, or movement infected by a corrosive drive towards self-aggrandizing greed and excessive corruption. Mm-hmm. So those are traits specifically that allow for disharmony and destruction if left unchecked. So it's like using the Windigo as a, m- a broader metaphor, metaphor not rather, yeah. or not just about cannibalism about any sort of greed that's destructive towards others basically yeah or like setting off the equilibrium within like a community yeah yeah these individuals afflicted by quote the Wendigo spirit they unravel and destroy the environmental balance around them these are that's all an theories and idea. concepts that were i just didn't name the people i'm sorry it's, oh, it's, <laughs> it's you look it up on <laughs> we Wikipedia we don't know the people <laughs> Uh, I know, but I just feel like I need to give them credit, but then I didn't. So, uh, Wikipedia. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Credit to
0: Wikipedia. It can also describe movements and events with similarly negative effects. So, like, consuming... see how we're using some words like consuming, you know, we're using Uh uh the words that can mean two things. (laughs) Consuming forms of exclusion and assimilation through which groups dominate other groups as seen in the process of colonization. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, so like in that same era where like the jesuit missionaries (laughs) who are going and trying to assimilate these people into yeah so it's kind of like that that lore folklore aspect as well the stories that Uh were told um so natives were ejected from their land and that threw the whole natural world out of out of balance manifest destiny was also mentioned as being manifest destiny is extremely wendigo yes it is Oh, I like that. And so, so yes, if he, you see the Wendigo is like just like a more abstract sort of spirit of greed and everything, perhaps America is still infected by the spirit of yeah. the Wendigo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. That's why I thought this was so cool. Like, yeah, can really this cool. Yeah. Um, so it can also apply as a metaphor explaining any domination. So not just with colonization native americans but any domination by which groups dominate or even violently destroy and displace uh-huh. uh and then this english professor joe lockhart, lockhart described social cannibalism is what he called mm. it um and explained ideas that wendigos are an expression of a dark aspect of human nature where there's the drive toward greed consumption and disregard for other life and the pursuit of self-aggrandizement that's cool yeah That was kind of, like, the sad ending. I thought that was kind of just a depressing, like, look and reflection upon human nature. I feel like it's less depressing and more fascinating. Yeah, in a sense that, like, hey, don't be a wendigo. Yeah. Be cool. (laughs) Just be cool. (laughs) Right? Be cool. Don't eat people. Just be cool. (laughs) Be cool. Yeah. Is the moral of this episode. Yeah, just be cool. Chill. Yeah. Don't (laughs) try to eat other people. Mm Mm-hmm physically or metaphorically yeah i've had that bookmarked in my mind is that's probably the title of the episode this whole time and i like it especially what, just be cool yeah the wendigo colon be cool and i especially like it because it's also like icy yeah, yeah. <laughs> see it just it goes full it circle so well. i love it yeah all these like little ever since like the second loops. time we said it i was like oh yeah yeah oh yeah now we're on you know <laughs> that's the title of the episode number 20 time of saying it and it's like Now it's getting less effective every time we say it, no, probably. No, it's not. It sounds <laughs> just as effective and yes. important. And that's a life message, really, to portray, I think, is... Be freaking cool. Yeah. To each other. Be cool to each other, as we've all learned. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks, Wendigo, for that. See, another... It, I could see this being also a children's book. Absolutely. Yeah. With a cute You'd little Wendigo. You have to really... Have to be selective about... <laughs> Okay, this is that you picked from the lore. This is what I put into this children's book. You've got two little kids. Okay, get this, Mm -hmm. and they're playing. They're at the daycare or whatever, and then the one little boy starts saying something like, "Hey, that's my toy too. I want to play with that." And he's got this little shadow Wendigo (gasps) creature shape. And more stuff he does, the bigger and bigger the The little Wendigo shadow gets. And then, I don't know how it would end from there, except for that maybe something happens. They convince him to share, and then... Or he, like, peels away from him, becomes an actual Wendigo, and scares the crap out of him. (laughs) And then he's like, Oh never mind." He goes to his parents, and they're like, "Well, this is happening because of this." And then he starts doing, writing all of his wrongs. Like he goes back and, and shares it gets with smaller the kids, and smaller and smaller. yeah, and apologizes to the kid that he kicked on the playground or whatever, uh-huh. or that he pushed off the swing because he wanted to swing on it. And then it gets smaller and smaller, and then it turns into a puppy. <laughs> That's what I would like. I like the ending. <laughs> we might have to make a uh, collection of. Children's stories. Yeah, we probably with, shouldn't like, be giving all this like these great ideas. The out kraken, because you could draw a kraken, and then and the I way could to go. Yeah, I could like help. I mean, I obviously I would be the only one writing it, but you're the only one that has any artistic skills. I could color them maybe, but I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, we could write these stories together and have these cute I feel like little it would series, be cool, cute <laughs> like a Will Nessie's children's book. Aww, we should do this. I that's a good idea with all of our free time. Yeah, I know. One mm-hmm. day I'll have more free time. <laughs> like, filler stuff, like weird crosses and arenas, who would win? Oh, yeah. We're not gonna need any stuff. All right. Is it recording again? Uh, yes. Okay. So, the next portion that we did not forget to talk about... (laughs) Yeah, we're not editing this in afterwards at all. (laughs) Is, uh, do you believe? I... Okay. Is it... I guess, okay, it it has to be, do we believe in the actual, like, supernatural spirit, the Wendigo? Yes. That turns people into can... I mean, maybe. Yeah. Kinda. Because people definitely do cannibalize each other. Yeah. And that's not a thing that people would normally do at all. Yeah. Well, again, I think, and maybe I didn't mention this before, now that I'm thinking about it, but there were, like, sightings of, like, a Wendigo-type creature, but I think the more common sightings were just, like, the little humanoid yeah. creatures or versions of it. Of just, like, people-sized yeah. people that... As far as the spirit right. goes, I... I believe in the spirit of the Wendigo, the giant beast that's mm-hmm. portrayed, but it's more of a spirit-type creature than an yeah, actual Yeah, I monster. feel... Yeah, I don't feel like it's a physical, actual, like, taller-than-treetops. Yeah. That would be hard to miss. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Unless <laughs> yeah. it was, like, a, like a vision-type thing. Like, if you happen to be out in the night, in the dark, and you started seeing, like, a big shadowy vision of it, then Ooh. maybe... Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, that is really creepy. So, I would like to not believe but it's possible i don't think it's not possible i yeah i don't not believe in it that's for sure that creeps me out have there been any so far that we were just like nah i don't think so i think we're always like (laughs) yep it's possible (laughs) i think that's kind of one of the core tenets of the show is maybe yeah that we do possibly believe (laughs) that's also kind of like our catchphrase is do you believe yeah a little bit the answer to that question is maybe is or usually (laughs) yes Uh uh-huh yeah yes Or maybe. Probably. Would you want to be friends with the Wendigo? No! (laughs) (laughs) But okay, but what if it wouldn't eat you, it would just eat everybody else. No! Like your enemies, (laughs) it would eat your enemies. I don't want my enemies, I don't want to have to look at something that looks the way that that thing was described, mostly, so yeah, no Mm -hmm. thank you. In the smell, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and skip Skip (laughs) friendship. The Wendigo friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't want to be friends with it either. No. Nope. Nope. This is probably the most adamant nope we've had Mm -hmm. so far. Yeah. Like, Chupacabra has some redeeming qualities. Like, because it's kind of like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. This one, nope. (laughs) But I still think we said no for the Chupacabra. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because anything that could potentially eat or kill us is probably no, no go on the friendship. No. Yeah. Pass. Well, that's it. That's all I had. Yay. That was really interesting. Thanks. I was really interested too. I like it. Yeah. And I really like the Wendigo as a metaphor for like human greed and selfishness and gluttony. That's my jam. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I was pleasantly surprised with how in-depth and metaphorical and interesting that whole topic was. Ah, I love it when this happens. Me too. I love it when we pick something that's just like, ooh, this is a fun, scary thing. And then it turns into like society. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Human nature. Yeah. It's very good. Okay. Yeah. I I was cool. I was excited. I told you I was excited. I was excited. Okay. How do we end the podcast? I don't know. We talk about our social media that we <laughs> oh, keep yeah. forgetting about. So on Twitter, we're at Wonessie. Mm-hmm. Our Gmail is WonessiePod at gmail.com. Yes. And our Instagram is at wonessie. wonessie. Or is it WonessiePod? Every single time we forget. It's very bad. I think it's just at Wonessie on Instagram. Where did I put my phone? Oh. Well, are we going to redo this section? <laughs> yeah, we probably should i write it on a sticky note. Wo Nessie. Sticky. Okay. Okay. So our Twitter account is at Wo Nessie. Also Instagram, at Wo Nessie. And our Gmail is at Wo. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, no ad at the beginning. Whoa, Nessie pod At gmail.com. At gmail.com. And thanks to Saf for always supporting us, our network. Yes, we're part of the Not Staff for Work network. Yep. Thank you to that network. It is good. It yes. has lots of... We're not... <laughs> <laughs> we're not... What are you saying right now? <laughs> We're part of the Not Staff for Work Network. Listen to the other podcasts because they're awesome too. They're very we good. are part of a really great group of people and podcasts. Yes. And let's see. Um, give us a rating and a review if yes. you feel the need. Uh, on iTunes and we are on itunes you can subscribe to us and we are also on a lot of other things yeah we're on spotify for sure we're on google play we just oh, yeah. did that recently yeah that's a new one we're on google play now oh um. except i guess people who currently listen to podcasts on google play wouldn't be knowing that yet but if that's your preferred that's you a know, good point. podcast type <laughs> whatever we're there app, now <laughs> you can listen to us there as well all right i think that's i think that's it Yes. We're really good at this. We covered it. Be oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget. Be cool. <laughs> okay done. That was a tree wrap. What do you mean? So we can see what our levels are looking like. What are our levels looking like? Okay, so probably... Well, it's far away from me. Yeah. So do I need to scoot up or do we want to move it this Um, way a little bit? I feel like this is where where I'm sitting where I normally sit, though. Or do I just need to lean forward? I'd say, like, try and project and we're probably good. Okay, so if I sit like this and I talk loudly like this, then this is okay? Yeah, that's probably good. It could be... I wonder if I could just turn up the gain a little bit. Hello. I don't really... Yeah, that's better. Is this better if we talk like this? Yeah. What if I talk like this? Is this too soft? Yes. If I'm just talking like this. So I'd say that's that's probably good. Right here.